live from Pacific Junction Hotel. Yo, welcome to my summer layer. I'm Sam Yunin, and today I am joined by the sentimentalists who are mind readers. So introduce yourselves and um, let me know if you've ever like when reading somebody, you've encountered something that was like super filthy or <laughs> super fun or surprised you. What about super dark? Yeah, anything, yeah. yeah. yeah? Okay, well, uh, I'm Steffi K. And, and I'm Mysterion. And we are the Sentimentalists. and uh, We're two minds. And we work together as one unit. Nice. And dark and uh, weird, creepy. Because <laughs> like, there's a breakdown between like when you do shows in Toronto or New York, L.A., do you find that like maybe LA people live a bit more darker and dirtier or like No, because a lot of the people that are in LA that are watching our shows, there's a lot of uh, local LA people that go, but then there's also a lot of people that are just visiting LA mm -hmm. and they're just there to go see a show. As well, a lot of people that are living in LA, they're not originally from Los Angeles. Yeah. A lot of them they're from all over America, so you have a lot of small town people. So, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not it's not like people it's not like it's just the locals there. But they they are locals. I guess at that point yeah. they're locals. If you're living there, you're a local. Um but some of the uh the creepier things. Yeah, yeah. So, some of the creepier things, I mean, they come from the most unexpected people. We were performing. We do a lot of corporate. We do a lot of shows at theme parks and we meet all kinds of people and we have all sorts of different thoughts some people will think of their favorite celebrity some people will draw a picture of something that you know anyone might draw like a house or a horse and then some people actually challenge us and when we were at the CNEA a couple of summers ago a man came up to us and said uh I want you to guess what I'm thinking of and well but I I just wanted to inform you guys that it's not a happy thought and we go and well, what is it? And he's like, okay, it's a memory. It's something that happened in my life, and it's it's very dark and it's very bad. And we were like, no, like if you don't mind, we would rather not do that. Would you pick something else? And like, he was pushy. Yeah, and he kept insisting, insisting, and he like followed us around and not 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 stalked us in any way, but he like followed us like through the CNE a little bit. And he's like, oh please, please, I really want you to. And we were like, okay, like fine, we'll do it. And we're happy to do these things for people, but. And this wasn't on stage. This was just a one-on-one -on -one type thing. Yeah, yeah kind of like off-duty, like when yeah. you see a cop yeah. and you ask for directions or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was exactly like that. So well, we were there, and he goes, please, and we say, all right, we'll do it. So he was thinking, his, his memory that he wanted us to tell him was about when he murdered his son. What? Yeah. While he was high on Paxil. What? Yeah. Can you believe this? And I actually knew who he was because I remember the case. And he had gotten cleared of criminal intent because the doctor misprescribed the Paxil to him. So he had gone into some psychosis and acted out in a way that he usually wouldn't. And he was acquitted of this crime. But now he, you know, fights for um, pharmaceutical um justice or not justice but like you know be safe more rigorous testing yeah more rigorous testing that's and, crazy uh, yeah but what a crazy thing to want us to to find out about you yeah so is <laughs> this is a great example because is then for most people who don't know or are not familiar what's the difference between like say mentalism and like hypnotism oh. or are they kind of like did i just like They're cousins yeah. yeah so i didn't just like confuse like chinese with english or something right no <laughs> not at all I think, you know, hypnotism is more the lines along the lines of mass suggestion, whereas mentalism is the idea of mind reading and paranormal ability. 
uh, hypnotists would put somebody in a hypnotic state and then you would go through a series of motions where you are being guided by the hypnotist to do something perhaps funny or serious like quitting smoking. Uh, whereas what we do, we would ask you to think of the name of your favorite movie and then tell you what that movie is. Mm -hmm. That type of an idea. Yeah. Hypnotism is, yeah, it's not your, it, it, it's your choice, but it's not your, it's not your choices. Do yes. You, you know what I mean? Like, whereas mentalism is, you get to make the choice as to what happens. You know, I've never thought of that. Yeah. And it's a safe way. It's like, it's not, it's not like you're being forced to do something. It's just, you know, you are being suggested to do something. Whereas mentalism is, and a lot of people actually, they'll say like, oh, did you suggest for me to think that thought? And it's like, no, you chose that thought. Whether or not you're suggested by something that happened in your day has nothing to do with us. I, actually, an interesting story. We were performing at, we were doing walk around magic. This was earlier into our career. We were doing walk around magic at the George Shavalo and Muhammad Ali uh, uh, what, anniversary. anniversary. It was yeah. like the 50th anniversary of that night where he got knocked out. And uh, there was a whole room full of people. And we showed up maybe about two hours into the event. So we don't know what happened before that two hours. Like, I mean, they were having the party. They mm -hmm. might have had speeches. They might have been having drinks. And maybe a movie was projected. I don't know. But a bunch of people chose Abraham Lincoln as a celebrity. We go, choose any celebrity. And everyone was choosing Abraham Lincoln, Washington, all the di all the different presidents. Bush, like, Why uh, was Clinton, a room of people that were complete strangers to one another? In Canada. In Canada, all choosing American celebrities. Abraham Lincoln came up huh. about 11 or 12 times. Yeah. And we were kind of like, what is this? Like, And at some point, like, Mysterion, he would just look at me. After about, like, three or four times someone picked Abraham Lincoln, he would just look at me and just would kind of, like, smile kind of silly. Yeah. And I would know that they chose Abraham Lincoln. Like, I Again. didn't have to do any work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, anyways, um, well, we didn't have to do any work. And, uh, yeah, so it's just interesting that that is suggestion that has nothing to do with us. We mm -hmm. don't know why. And then we were, we've, we've discussed that story with Abraham Lincoln before. And we discussed it with Abraham Lincoln? No, we discussed <laughs> it with some other people. Uh, that's yeah. a different time. He's so. on the Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And uh, it was, it's interesting because someone finally pointed out like a week ago, we don't tell this story often, but you know, it comes up. And a week ago, someone said, that's because in, the movie Rocky, Abraham Lincoln, something to do with yeah, Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, that uh, uh, Apollo Creed comes out wearing the Abraham Lincoln ha uh, hat, uh. and that the Shivalo uh, Muhammad Ali fight is what the movie Rocky is based on. So perhaps subconsciously, all these people were thinking of Abraham Lincoln because they were seeing the connection and they navigated towards that instantly because that was why they were at this event we mm -hmm. had like you know over 200 people we'd ask that question to and truly 11 or 12 said abraham lincoln yeah and the rest were using american presidents because of course rocky's wearing the american colors yeah. abraham lincoln USA, usa 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 so it's an interesting way of looking at how people can be coerced naturally into picking things for example if i said to you think of the name of a celebrity yeah uh who would you pick say one out loud Brad Pitt. See, everyone picks Brad Pitt. Yep, that's the number one choice. And then when we tell people don't pick Where Brad Pitt. Where did that Pitt, come from, though? Why did... 
tabloids. You see him in the news. Okay. He's the number one guy. He's the A-list an of the A-list. Reference. He's an easy reference. Very recognizable. Um, another name that comes up is Donald Trump and then Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. And that it's just, it is what it is. Uh, and then when we tell people don't pick Brad Pitt, then they also go for Angelina Jolie. Yeah. That's that's it because they're connected because they were married and mm-hmm. they've been seen together and you know ten years. Anyways, Steffi's gonna close her eyes and I want you to print down the name of any other celebrity on that paper, but don't show her. You can show me. Okay. And it also doesn't have to be a singer or an actor. It can be someone historic or fictitious, but someone recognizable that if we were to say the name, then you're, your listeners would know. Okay. Recognize. Could be anybody. He's writing down a name. We have no idea, of course, who is being chosen. And even though we met before we started recording this, we didn't discuss this. Or no, anything. no. Pass I'm it to me, the pad. And now you picked one person? I picked the person, yeah. I just want you to put it in her mind. Okay. I think I transmitted it. Okay. Yes. Shall I open my eyes? Yes. Um... I think you wrote down Jesus. Yeah. Because <laughs> you said do like maybe a historical figure or somebody. That's like exactly who's writing yeah. the pad, folks. And this was face down on the table yeah. about five feet away from Steffi. That's crazy talk. <laughs> so is this like, was Jesus like another kind of like Abraham Lincoln thing or no. Brad Pitt thing or no. like? Most Jesus people does not come up. He, he, he does, but um, we had him come up once in the last month. And then before that, sporadic like again maybe once every couple months and we do a That's lot of crazy. names we do a lot of names it's yeah because it's fun people yeah. navigate away from religious figures because it's a little bit i guess sacrilegious to use a religious figure especially if you were a for faith a, for mm-hmm. enjoyment for a, exactly yeah yeah but they do people do people I, do i think it's interesting because it's not one you'd expect mm-hmm. very unexpected and you're yeah. a marvel fan you said yeah i am a marvel fan so i w- i was actually thinking of captain america because chris evans was that's in what the, i thought yeah that's why i was about to say you were going to navigate that direction now there's so many different marvel movies that have come out in the last few years in the last decade or so uh, could you name three or four of them that you think are some of your favorites or some of the in the franchise just say them out loud yeah uh iron man sure uh, Captain America. Yeah, the, well, we know that. And uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, the the last Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, what a wonderful movie. Yeah. Uh, there's so many different Marvel characters in the Marvel Universe. I want you to name another one just just at random that you could think of right now. Just say one out loud, anyone. Black Widow. Black Widow. You see how people think? It's interesting. He went from one to the other, to jumped franchises, or should I say jumped um, teams. And, and this is important because... It's, it's how you can tell that people really don't work by suggestion per se like they do but they don't Mm -hmm. you know we've been discussing all these different things and you know at the same time there's no way to tell where you're going to go next with your thoughts everyone is so um you used the word earlier sporadic but yeah every everyone is thinking of so many different things and you never know what's going to come next after it right based on those answers though i have an idea uh steffi if you would close your eyes i've just taken out a pack of cards Yo, this they're not shuffled they're in right. order you can see that they're face up facing yeah. you yeah steffi's eyes are closed if you would turn to the right just to make sure that you don't peek and i want you to point to any one of those cards anyone at all okay Think I of picked it. a card. Yeah. Can you tell me what card it is? Yeah, it was a black card. It was a club. I think it's a face card. A king of. Yeah, wait right. a second. Wait a second. King of clubs. That is what? correct. And Yo! did you notice anything about the king of clubs that's different than the others? 
oh, it's a blue card in a pack of red cards. Red cards. It's the only one. Now, the only reason why I knew he would pick that, he picked Black Widow, which is, of course, the uh, king of the spiders, the queen oh. of the spiders, but the leading spider Yo. that would come in and kill you. I know. You picked the Black Widow. If you would touch one of my hands, please, and whenever you like, say stop. Stop. And you picked right there. I ran my finger up my arm on the hand that he touched. Mm -hmm. And thinking of the Black Widow, you didn't know what's underneath my sleeve. And if you could tell everyone what that is. It's a Black Widow. You see what I'm talking about? Wow. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> so this is crazy talk. Okay. Um, I'm blown away. This is amazing. Okay. So are we giving away more information than we realize, like, by our body language, by, like, because you're saying it's not suggestion, right? It's, like, kind of naturally who we are. And, like, I'm a Marvel nerd, so I would think of Marvel movies and things Which like that. Which would tell me that if you had a phone on you in your phone photos, mm -hmm. you might have photos of characters and this sort of thing. I would be or more... inspirational in art. With, that's right. With said characters. But... I'm sure there's other things, too. I'm sure there's not just that. We are always uh, giving away information about ourselves, whether we realize it or not. Every time we go online and we navigate, let's just say, to a certain type of uh, Facebook uh, account or a page or something like that on social media, of course, then you're telling that you know, program to send you ads relating to. We do this on our phones. We do mm -hmm. this in what we wear. Yeah. We do it with um, where we eat or where we uh, go to hang out with other people. You can tell a lot about somebody by just looking at them and, you know, their style or, you know, it's not hard to figure out what someone does for a living if you just take a moment to look and, and listen. Uh, you have your phone on you? Yeah. Take it out. Now, we know a little bit about you, but we don't know much. Now, something interesting that we do with people, now before you turn on your phone, or, or you can turn on your phone, but um, what we ask people to do is we ask them to find a photograph on their phone of something, anything. Mm -hmm. um, we ask them to navigate away from people. Uh, and we also ask them to navigate away from whatever we already know about them. So as Mysterion was saying, we can tell, you know, let's say someone's wearing a band t-shirt with... I don't know, like... Pantera. Pantera. Okay, so then we say, we recognize that and we go, okay, don't pick anything to do with music or, you know... Metal. Metal, mm -hmm. right? Don't pick anything to do with that. And they kind of go like, oh, they were going to choose something to do with metal. You know what I mean? Like, you already kind of know that. But it's also, like, it's kind of obvious. Like, as soon as we would read someone and then they, let's say they have a picture of a concert on their phone and that's what they chose to show us. Or they chose to think about, and I tell them about, uh, and then I would go, you know, oh, it's it's a picture of a concert. You went to a concert, and then everyone kind of goes, yeah, well, you could have guessed that he's wearing a T-shirt with Pantera yeah. on it. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, fudge, you know. Mm -hmm. That's why so, we want to navigate away from the things that we know about you. So yeah. it's like it's almost like, now that I'm thinking about it, because I've never discussed it like this, and I've never really thought about it like this. But you know, with hypnotism, it's like suggestion, right? Whereas, like, with mentalism, it really isn't suggestion. We really try to navigate as far away from it, at least with what we do. Yes. We try to navigate as far away from what the obvious would be. As yeah. well, it's not fun for us either if it's like, oh, well, obviously it was that. Like, I could have just, I could have guessed that without even trying. Yeah. So you're talking you know? about, like, if somebody is, like, a basketball player, that's kind of, like, their identity. Yes. That's right. Right? So they just see the lens, th everything through that lens as a that's basketball correct. player, right? So that's even if right. they, the way they would talk, for example, is whatever, it's like, I'm so behind on my exams, I need to like uh, dunk it or something like whatever yeah. it is right yeah. you know what you're correct in terminology they'll use or every little thing about somebody is exactly your life and mm -hmm. becomes like Everything you said the lens show me a photograph on your phone of anything that you feel does not reflect anything we just spoke about <laughs> okay uh, basically nothing radio related and uh no nothing no superheroes uh, nothing uh no superheroes 
All right, let me see if I can find something. Yeah, anything at all. And uh, we also ask people not to choose images of people, and they're always like, "Oh, like." But then at the same time, it's like I'm just sitting there. I'm like, "Oh, it's a girl, and she has dark hair, and you know." And it's, I don't know. There's just something. It's not as strong when that you're work? explaining something like that. Okay, wait. Um, what do you think, Mysterion? Do it. Okay, I'm going to try and explain what that is to your listeners. Okay. Um, okay, I want you to think about what this image Have is Have you got it? Yeah. And I think, I almost want to say it's like art. Mm. Wait, wait. Um, give me a second, give me a second. Am I seeing, uh, is this maybe something Halloween-y? Yeah. Yes. Do you see why I say like art? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, it looks like... Holy cow. Yeah. It looks like bones, but yeah. not Correct. all of them. It's it's a lot of them, yes. Yeah. No, not all of them. You can't see all of them. Am I seeing... Um, I see the skull, and I see the... Mm-hmm. Am I seeing the chest? Yes, yeah. you are. And her eyes are closed, folks, and the photo is not looking your direction in any way. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know how you I do this. I want you to tell me something about this with your mind. I want you to Just think about... Just, well, okay. Um, Keep looking at it. Just yeah think um is it like you know how we have like elf on a shelf at christmas yeah is it like a skeleton on a shelf yes (laughs) that's exactly what it is is. (gasps) open your eyes it's exactly what it is did you see okay well you know i'm talking like uh, people always want to show me the image after Mm -hmm. they're like look and i'm like i know i saw already (laughs) but but something I want to just clarify. Oh, that's cool. Your screen, like you can't see it when you tilt it a certain yeah. way. That's awesome. Okay. Um, yeah, I was visiting a friend. Um, he was working at a science lab, and for whatever reason, they just had this skeleton on the shelf. I guess they were just either had just come in or dismembered it, or sure. or like so, just kind of like a weird. Like he's sciencey, so he's related. He's used to that. But to me, just like walking, just like a skeleton, just crammed on the shelf. Yeah. That's so awesome. I took a photo of it. That's cool. Yeah. See, I wasn't seeing the whole thing, and mm-hmm. that makes sense because I saw the skull. Mm-hmm. And I saw that there was the chest piece, which is like mm-hmm. parallel to the skull. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Want to do another one? Sure. Let's you want to do, do another, another one? Let's see another photo on that all phone. Right. Anything oh, at close all. Close my eyes again. We love doing this. And this you is know, crazy. I don't understand how this is. Uh, <laughs> well, neither did Penn and Teller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys did a great job on the show. You really fooled them. Thank all right. you. Yeah. And we get to go back Sunday and perform on their stage. All right. There's another like weird one that's not connected to me or marvel or no hints no hints do it have you got <laughs> it you got it um yeah i think is that a weapon is it looks yes. like a gun yeah i don't <laughs> want you to say anything now concentrate okay mm-hmm. he's basically telling you just like think about what's the, what's going on yeah i got it i can um, see it is it like there's like a the it looks like a dish on top. Um, how do I explain this? Like a dome on top? Yeah. It's, yeah. Can I say what it is yes, now? Please. Yeah. Yeah. You can open your I don't eyes. know anything about it's, guns. Uh, it was an art piece, but it's basically a gun that's encased in a dome. See? That's it's exactly like mounted on a piece of wood and it's just encased in a dome. And that's how you saw that in your mind's eye. That's amazing. Holy cow. So, like... Um, how how do you then start to develop or how do you recognize that you have this ability? Because, like, you could have gone into magic as well, right? It's all, like, sister-cousins kind of. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I like mentalism. I think it's it's very elegant and magic is very very sophisticated. But but what That's we do, crazy. it's like it, it, I find mentalism is so adaptable like everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm new to magic. Mysterion's been doing this for quite some time and he actually he trained me and I just find you can really do it anywhere. You need nothing to do it. We, we came in here. What have we used that's our own? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. we used a deck a of paper. cards, pad of paper, but we could have used your deck of cards. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we could have used a pat your paper, yeah. your pen. We can use anything. We just, I don't know. It's, you really need nothing to do it. And that's how real magic, that's how real mentalism should be is with nothing. Because mm-hmm. do you really need like a tool to read someone's mind? No. No, like that wouldn't Maybe be realistic. Maybe they have no gun, but you know. Maybe they have no gun. <laughs> yeah, that would be. <laughs> so how did you then, Mysterion, how did you, s- she just said that you trained her in the ways of mentalism. So yes. how did then you get into mentalism? Because you do a number of different really cool well, things with burlesque. Sure. Well, not so much that anymore. I'm focusing primarily on what we're doing now. But yeah, I do have a history in different areas, burlesque wrestling and all these different fun things mm-hmm. that I've always been able to adapt my self into mm-hmm. uh, I started doing magic as a as a kid and you know watching Doug Henning or Kreskin or any of these magicians that were on television in my day and uh, you know I remember being a, a kid and visiting relatives in Ireland and doing magic at a street fest and kind of having fun doing that with neighbors and you know in high school doing a trick on the side but I wasn't known as a magician I was just known as somebody with uh, a hobby in magic and then that would have been it but when I got a little older and I started to um, expand my uh, creativity I definitely took magic and uh, and took it seriously and developed it to where I was uh, pretty much instantly recognized as one of the more known faces in in this in the city in magic at least mm-hmm. made it on the cover of what was then i magazine if you remember i yeah rest in and, peace uh, yeah exactly and uh <laughs> different magazines at the time the toronto star gave me a uh, a spread mm-hmm. and um started appearing on the morning shows and on radio and all this sort of thing and so i got a little cult following and and then as time went on i I kind of didn't navigate outside the city as much as I should have at the time and started to get a little bored with it and not necessarily disliking it, but it became a little bit routine. I like to call it falling out of love. Yeah, a little bit. And and then I met Steffi and um, we connected as best friends. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she had an an eye and an... um, A style too. A style. The style is, is without saying. She had a... Um, I, I don't know what the word I'm almost looking for, a, a approach that most people don't have when when watching what I do. Mm-hmm. And it was because of her approach and her almost instant knowledge of how, in a way, I was doing some of the things and recognizing things that I knew she thought like a mentalist. And I started to train her. She would drive me to shows. And I tried to train people in the past, and I've had varying degrees of luck. And Steffi was immediately able to uh, get in on this so much so that within the first year and then listen to this within the first year of our debut show ever of her and I walking on stage within a year headlining the Magic Castle in Hollywood yeah I've been to the Magic Castle this place is amazing so that is an amazing accomplishment for people who don't know or have never heard of the Magic Castle A they're poor and unfortunate but b can you explain the grandeur and the splendor of the magic castle somehow even try to convey it because it there's so (laughs) much amazing going on in this place it's so special it's like in in one sentence it's disneyland for adults Mm -hmm. it really is it really is it's like 
It's like, it's an old building. It was built in six, well, it was built a long time before it was established as the Magic Castle, but the Magic Castle, the Magic Castle was established in 1962 or three? Yeah, 62. 62. And, uh, they it's kind of Casa Loma-ish looking, kind of. Yeah, yes. absolutely is. Yes. It's like, it's like an old mansion and they've refitted it with lots of stages for all the magicians to perform in. Um, there's, there's a like a small one and a yeah. There's a small stage. Uh, there's actually there's like a an open mic stage for members, and you can sign up and you can go do that, and that's in the basement. And then there's another uh, theater in the basement as well that you can also sign up for. Now there's two. There's one for uh, mentalists and magicians, and then there's one for like sleight of hand, like close up magicians. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. So there's two like open mic stages in the basement. So there's constantly performers playing in there. And then if you go up a little bit, if you go up on the next floor, then you have uh, the parlor room, which is the one that we go in. And that seats about about 80, about, yeah, it was 70 something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, It seats about 75 people. And uh, that is for they they usually have I was I would say mentalists, but it's not. I've seen magicians in there, too. But more of a parlor style show where you can interact with the audience. If Mm -hmm. we go into the palace. Um, it's harder to interact with the guests because there's a big divide between the stage and the people watching. Whereas in this room, it's it's more intimate. I can get into the crowd with no barrier, and they can get on st- onto the you know performing area with no barrier. Yeah. And then, as he mentioned, there's also like another stage that seats about a hundred people. Is that what yeah, it is? About maybe ten, maybe. Yeah. And that one, it's that one's set up more like a a vaudeville kind of evening. Like you have a host mm-hmm. and. Maybe the host does magic. Maybe the host does something else. Maybe the host is just a really funny guy mm-hmm. or girl or what you know what have you. And uh, they kind of break up that night, so they'll have not just the not just one performer, but they'll have two or three performers on at, on that show. And that's a little bit of a longer show. And oh, they're just they they handpick all the people that come in there. And a lot of the performers, you know, a lot of them are members, but then some of them aren't members because it doesn't make sense for someone to be a member. And it's and it's difficult to become a member, even if you are fabulous at being a magician. But, uh, yeah, it, it's incredible. And not only do they have, you know, constant magic shows going on, like no matter where you turn. Oh, and then there's another theater, too. There's a close-up, close-up theater. Close-up room and the yep. close-up area where the divergent table is. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a table where you can just, there will be a magician just sitting there waiting to do a magic trick for someone. Like, you sit down with with this person and they're just like hey you want to see magic trick and, and it's then like, there's oh the yeah, close-up area outside of our theater as well where el ropo sets yes mm-hmm. there's yes. all sorts of and different there's yeah. a seance room there's, there's a, a seance, seance room. right in the dining room too right, there's a yeah. yeah i think the houdini or you did something in there or uh, i don't know if no, houdini did no, not houdini, there, but, but there's some seance that's yeah. it yeah that's what it is yeah so you know we're in there all the time and uh we're back this coming monday for seven days for 21 shows and it's our third time at the castle within a uh, year and a half yeah which is pretty incredible yeah. considering. Oh wait, i have to mention there's also like there's so many cool things that just happen all throughout the castle i don't want to give anything away like you, you you have to kind of go and experience it otherwise it is know, a lot to take in it is it is but they they have you think of it you know in the in the 60s it would have been state of the art to have something like you know moving eyes on a picture that follow you around the yeah. room that sort of thing um they have you know to get in you have to say the password the magic password yeah this right? is the coolest part because 
when we went, uh, my friend uh, John Armstrong, he put me on the list. You have to be on the list as well. This yeah, is the other thing. Members you, only. You can't, uh, you have to know magician or somebody. And to be a member, you have to be a magician. You have to go through an audition process. Yeah. It's it's really intense. They and dunk you in ice cold water and you have to swear <laughs> you're never going to tell a secret. <laughs> Mind you, though, in the basement, there's all the secrets there. There's a whole room of library and of no life. No allowed to access it except yeah. the members. Right. But yeah, so we went, and so he was running late, and so he said, I'll meet you guys there. Just go in, and just your name's on the list, and go. So, like I said, it's a really big, giant, Casa Loma-ish-type-looking building, and we go in, and it's just a small room in the front. And we're like, what? My friend Jerome and I are like, what? Doesn't make any sense. So we go up, and we're like, uh, my name's Sammy. This is Jerome. We're on the list with John. And they're like, yeah, that's no problem. So they go over to the wall, and the wall's like a bookcase there, and then you have to say the magic words, which were open sesame. And then the bookcase moves, like in the movies. Yeah. I was like, what? I'm already done. Like, I was going to go home. Like, <laughs> and, and then you go past the night. Yeah. And then into the main room where you're going to find everything from Archimedes, the owl that can communicate with you. You ask Archimedes questions, and Archimedes will nod yes or no, and Archimedes is always right. All. Mm-hmm. There's a, an amazing uh, player piano that is a ghost in a Houdini room. If, if you really want to get a look at this at, at this place, if you go on YouTube, there's a... There's a um, uh, I guess a video of a, an exclusive look inside the Magic Castle mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube. You can easily find to get a, a real visual of what's going on. Uh, but it's of course always best to visit. And, yeah, uh, it's right in Hollywood proper. It's behind the uh, the uh, Chinese Theater on Hollywood Boulevard. It's mm-hmm. literally right behind it and up the hill. You can, yeah, you, it's it's a pretty well known area. And Steffi, as you were saying too, like there's magicians everywhere. Like. Uh, I went. I said to my friend Jerome, like, I'll buy the first round because like, we'll get a couple of drinks, we'll chill, whatever. And so I went to the bar to order something, and this dude was just standing there, and then he taps me. He's like, "Yo, pick a card." Yeah. <laughs> so I picked a card, and he did a trick, and he found it, blah blah blah. And he was like, "I was like, oh, that's really cool. That was amazing." He goes, "Oh, was it good? Because I'm still working my hands, and like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. He was still working out the the kind of patter. Well, the... he must have been a member because if it wasn't a member, he wouldn't have been allowed to do that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, but it was just kind of like neat, just like even just like randomly buy and drink at a bar and yeah. i'm like i get this little trick and you can tell like he was explaining like i'm still figuring this out and well so what they do is uh members wear pins then there's two there's two pins there's a gold pin and a silver pin there's a member there's an there's the main member and then there's associate members mm-hmm. um and you wear your pin and then none of the other magicians will do a trick on you yeah and yeah. that's a trick on you I, that sounds so cheap uh, they will do an, a magic effect for you yeah, yeah because you're also a magician you you don't want to be doing tricks for the magicians you want to be doing effects for people who aren't magicians the public, yeah. because that's the, the rubes rube. like me i'm like i assume <laughs> oh, that I was magic no, no, no. <laughs> no just that's a but that would be a real response yeah and, and you know a magician can practice something let's say it's like a sleight of hand move and they're watching for different things like a magician watching a magician is looking for different things than someone watching like someone who just is watching the show Mm-hmm. would watch yeah right so when when they do something for you or when they do something for someone who when a magician does something for someone who's not a magician as well that is what they're looking for yeah you know what i mean like they're looking for that response because a magician telling a magician might go oh well i saw you toss it over your shoulder or whatever move. right yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah i find the civilians that go way over the top they're like they're using magnets and levers and w- i'm like they yeah. do just standing there there's no yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like but it's the only way they can rationalize well, the it. explanations we get are ridiculous oh, so some funny. of the times we got you know that i have a 
I think the craziest is that I have a chip implanted into my eyeball itself. Mysterion. And she has one as well. That's a receiver. So anything I see, <laughs> oh, oh, I shouldn't talk about that technology. Yeah. She can receive. <laughs> that makes total sense. Yeah. You know, the other thing is, is that, you know, on Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, we get to go and play with Penn and Teller, which is the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest stage we've ever, and, and up to this point, we'll be performing on, um, you know, at the Rio in Vegas as we fooled them on the TV show. Yeah. Uh, we, this uh, kind of mirrors what we were just talking about. Cause like after you perform, they tried, they look for like a camera, like Penn was going through a couple of things. We were up there for like 10 minutes. No, they cut it down for uh, television purposes. Right. Mm -hmm. But, uh, we were up there for about 10 minutes and they repeated certain things. It's not like, it, I don't think they were repeating it for TV. I think they were repeating it to see if maybe we were lying about something. Mm -hmm. Um, is she wired? No. Five minutes later, she doesn't have a wire on her you're sure positively sure okay you know did the box have anything to do with the trick no so it wasn't the box you'll shake on that I'll shake on that and that wasn't on the uh, yeah the edited uh, segment mm -hmm. uh, and on the segment uh, that you can watch if you want to find it it's on YouTube good morning midnight magic I recommend sentiment. watching it on ours not just because we're like pushing our YouTube but because uh, the other one that it's on there's an audio cutout so we have superior auto audio yeah. okay I'll, so, I'll show the link too so that there um, you know uh, you'll watch them guess four times different things but in real life it was seven or eight mm -hmm. and they couldn't they couldn't do it and yeah. now we get to go back and play on their stage and uh we get our trophies mm -hmm. handed to us um and uh we get to meet them and hang out with them and 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 really it's a it's it's in in my career this is the biggest thing that i've ever had happen and it's been a great ride because everywhere we go, people are going, I saw you guys on Penn and Teller. Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty fun. It must be kind of frustrating. Uh, I know it's a great uh, highlight for you for your career, but it, um, like as I met them, I went to one of their Vegas shows. And so you, they were hanging out in the lobby, both of them, and they're taking photos and yeah. talking to people and whatever. And so I was talking to Penn and then Teller was like, how's Vegas? Are you enjoying Vegas? I'm like, you talk like, yeah, don't talks. ruin the, <laughs> don't ruin the whole thing. You know, like. I've had a lot of life ruined for me. I worked in the pro wrestling industry. I've worked in all sorts of industries that have secrets and I've watched people go from stage persona to real persona in a moment and it's long been mm -hmm. uh, something that I realize is uh, I have to stop pretending that <laughs> pretending it's real yeah but yeah and you know I'm I'm really excited about this because it's 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 a bit of a feather in the cap. For, yeah, for no, it's really us. cool. Like, because those guys are like one of the most mainstream established, the most. right? So absolutely the um, most. Longer than any of the other acts that are out there, even Copperfield and them are neck and neck. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of amazing artists out there, but they've been doing this for a long time, and they got a really good show. And outside of Magic, they have so many other amazing projects that they've worked on, and books that Penn Jillette has published, and great stuff that you know. Um, Really, uh, you know, like the movie, like the, remember the TV show Bullshit? Mm -hmm. What a great show! Yeah, not really magic related mm -hmm. at all. Um, but it, but they're good at the de deconstructing too. Deconstructing, and that's why even like fakes and this sort of thing. And I love that. Like James yeah. Randi did that. Oh, you yeah. know, I love that type of approach to magic because you know we are real. Amazing, you know, <laughs> yes. we are really mentalists, yeah. 
Uh, and people do come to us and say things that are a little absurd and phone in the middle of the night, I'll answer the phone, you know, where's my wife or where's my husband? Or, I, hey, listen, hire a private investigator. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. Yeah. Because um, we're for uh, for fun. Yeah. You don't know, I don't know. So. Exactly. <laughs> okay, that's but, fair. Uh, you know, shunny, she's right beside me, you know? <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm just kidding. But um, but, but basically what I'm getting you at. You should do that. Next that time. would be <laughs> funny. If they know your phone number, though, they would know where you live. Yeah, that is true. Um, I love their approach to magic and their approach to the world, and uh, and I think it's uh, it's a great honor to know that we were able to pull the wool over their eyes, even just for a moment, and give them that moment of oh yeah that they do to everybody every day. Mm-hmm. So it's good to know that we were on the op- we put them on the side of the audience. You for hustled that the one hustlers second, just for that second. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, magicians, uh, other magicians, and other mentalists, they can't believe how we you know they they can't figure out how we do what we do and you know before we were going on we had a like when we were on the airplane ride there we were having a discussion about like do you think that we had a discussion of do you think they'll figure it out and we try not to talk about that so much like we don't we don't like planning things out like and we take every moment in stride and everything we take with a smile if someone says like oh i i figured it out like Tell us, yeah, you know, yeah. like we're excited, we're happy, we're always happy to hear things, and we're always happy to discuss things with people. But we had a conversation, a heart to heart. Will they figure it out or not? What do we think? What do we think? And I thought they wouldn't, and then I changed my mind. But I originally thought that they wouldn't because I didn't. I, I thought we would fool them because other magicians can't figure us out. So why would they figure us out? Yeah, mm-hmm. Th- they're people too. Yeah. They're coming at it from a magician's point of view and we're coming at it from an, uh, a lack of better vocabulary and uh, phrasing a uh, lay person or a person who doesn't know magic we're presenting it in that manner so the things and the way that we do our show is not like any other act on the planet that's right it confuses both magicians and non-magicians so we're yeah. going to show you what we did for Penn and Teller okay. right now so in, in, a, in a real world environment, there'd be 500 of you right now drawing a picture. Yes. And then they would get mixed up and I would grab one out of the air in mm-hmm. a wind machine. Mm-hmm. We clearly only have one of you and no wind machine. So I'm going to put on this blindfold and Steffi's going to turn her eyes away. And what you're going to do is you're going to draw me an image of anything at all. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, draw, it as, draw it as clear as you like. It could be really, truly anything. And you're going to pass it over to me. And I don't know what it is. I'm not looking at it this time. Um, and, you know, earlier on you picked a... Jesus as the uh, celebrity uh, name, and I saw it. But in this instance, I cannot uh, have any idea of what it is that you've printed. And pass it over to me, please, when you're done. All right. And then what I want to ask, it, it's still on this side? It's here? Okay, I'm going to take it off and pass that over to Steffi. Can I turn around? You can. Okay, thank you. Do it. Try. Right. Now, um... Nothing transferred over, which is good. We don't we don't want anything to transfer over. And what I'm talking about is we use a permanent marker mm-hmm. and a pad of paper. And sometimes uh, the marker moves oh. through onto the paper, and it'll leave dots or something. And and in that case, we like to tear off two sheets of paper. Oh, I thought you some men something mentally transfer. <laughs> <laughs> We're not um, receiving anything. <laughs> sometimes, and and we choose to use a a marker as well because. If you use a pencil, sometimes people press really hard, and then it leaves like an indentation, and I'm like, oh, I just saw what it was, ha ha ha, and then we get them to draw something else, and then maybe even use a separate pad of paper for me to draw on. Um, uh, 
drawing images right now. If you could explain what she's drawing right now. She's drawing two circles. There's like uh, mm. triangles above the circles. Wait. Uh, mm. Hold on. She's sketching out a little bit more. It looks kind of baskety. It's looking bicycly now. Yeah, there's like a bicycle with a basket. Wait, uh, mm, pass that over to me. I see what you're seeing. I know why you're seeing this. I'm thinking if of that. If you could, right, okay. Okay. Sorry, I have no idea. Not getting this. You're not picking up a message? No. T t just try one more time and because I, I don't know what it is. This could be one of many thousands yeah. of things. Am I doing something wrong? No. no. no it's not you. Oh, there you go. She figured it out now. Whatever. That's actually amazing because I don't know what it is. I wonder how close that is to your drawing. There we go. Yep. She drew pretty close. That is exactly actually <laughs> yes. the same drawing. <laughs> yes. She actually drew what oh, I just do. Oh, my line was wrong. Yeah. I, drew, I drew a line, lines out of the front, like yeah. for light, but he drew one up as an antenna. Yeah. I drew a car with like a little antenna, and she basically did the same thing, kind of like boxy Volvo type. That's the exact same car. That's mind-boggling good. What, what, was, go. the, uh, what was the uh, initial, like... You, you struggled a little bit. I you, think it's because, because I, there's I heard so many something. different things. No, 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 no. It was because I'd heard something. See, I drew two circles. I drew a bicycle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my first drawing was a bicycle. Now, when we were doing this, like when you were drawing, I was listening. I was cheating a little bit. And I'm not supposed to listen because otherwise it influences me and how what I think it is. Ah. And I heard um, circles. Yes. So I knew there were two circles and mm -hmm. I was like, okay. And then I heard a bunch of lines and I was like, I don't know what the lines are. And I just assumed it was something that it wasn't. You nailed it. I nailed it. You did. High five. High way, five. To, way to go. That's fantastic. Thank you guys. This is amazing. This is <laughs> like such welcome. a treat for me. Like In this, you know, example of an infinite number of things, there is no subject matter that we're going for. It could have been anything at all. Mm -hmm. And you're sending these as a concept into her mind and... She has to grasp at these puzzle pieces and put them together. Mm -hmm. And it's not as simple as just saying you chose Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. This is truly the exact image that you picked. And she had to use her mental prowess to put those pieces together to get to that that correct conclusion. So this really does go back to what we were saying before. We're like, we've kind of shaped our own identity and we kind of project it, right? So like... Part of what you guys do is kind of psychology, isn't it? Like understanding people a little bit. Yeah. Is that fair? Some of it is. When we're looking at people and we're having... You know, one thing just to sort of before we conclude, when we're at an event for younger people, like a bar mitzvah, mm -hmm. you know that 90% of the kids are going to pick, for example, back a few years ago, Selena Gomez. Oh, Ariana yeah. Grande. Mm -hmm. Now, right. Yeah. Another thing too, like with the drawings... I like to, if I can, if I can, because sometimes he picks before I get to choose, before I get to see anything. But if he chooses, a per when he chooses a person to make, to draw a picture, I like to look at the person first because then I kind of get an idea of what kind of style they'll draw it in. And that like, it's not about me talking to them, but it's about me seeing like their age demographic, what they're wearing. I can tell how they're going to draw something 
by just looking at someone sometimes sometimes i'm totally off but like most of the time i'm pretty good at guessing like look at how similar our cars are yeah see They're how exactly you drew it very same. square yeah like it's not it, it is what it is. I mean, it's that's not how people draw cars usually, though. No, no, no. They a draw a dome. Car. They draw a dome top. Yeah. Oh, they draw. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. The, they're waiting for the future and to they come. Don't, they don't split it, and yeah. they don't. Uh, they won't even do windows. Sometimes it's literally just like a box. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Money. Like a yeah. Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll get you guys out on this. I'm curious about what's your ideal Halloween as somebody who kind of dabbles in magic and. Uh, Halloween's my birthday. Yes. And uh, I think my ideal Halloween is, uh, well, if you come a week early, if you're in Toronto, you can come see us on the 23rd at the Revival, which is on College near Ossington. And we're doing a spook show seance with some mentalism and some ghost-related magic and some really fun Halloween-style effects. And on Halloween, I'll be trick-or-treating. Oh yeah, I like candy. So and free. <laughs> yeah, I know they yeah. just give it away. Yeah. Oh, I'm going trick or treating this year. Oh, you and I should go, and then we can be like trick or treat. But we say it to them, and then they give us a treat, and we do a trick for them. That's a smart and we idea. Hand out business can I cards. go out as you? Absolutely not. You can go out as me. <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys should switch it up. Oh. Do oh, you like could. the pen and teller thing? Let's do it opposite. Here we go. Let's. Oh, come on. Write down a number. Write, write down, down any, any number at all. I'm gonna sense what you write down. All right. I Try did. the number. How about that, Mysterion? I'm sensing uh, like 28 or something. Yeah. 28? Yeah. yeah. How do you yeah, do I'm that? That's it. amazing. Once again, I. High five. This is amazing. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So we can be reversed. We can be reversed. Yeah. Well, thank you very much thank for having so us. Much. Thank you. Yeah. So the show was at the Revival, you said, yes. and uh, tickets are on Mysterion.com? No, or, no, no. They're, um, on, they're on Eventbrite.com, and it's called Sentimental Spook Show. Okay. You'll find it on our Facebook page, The Sentimentalists. Of course, they're also on Instagram at The Sentimentalists Magic. And I you believe that's correct. Yes, it is. And if anybody is fortunate enough to get into the Magic Castle, you will be there. We're there this coming Monday, the 8th until the 14th in the parlor in the... Parlor of Prestidigitation. The Late Show. The Late Show. Nice. Which is going to be interesting because we, we have always done the early show and it's our first time doing the Late Show. And I think uh, the magicians are very excited because a lot of them have shows earlier in the night and then they don't usually get to come out and see us. So a lot of, them, a lot of the people who are members haven't seen us. Simply yeah. because they just can't come to the earlier show. So we'll be seeing a lot of new faces this time. Okay. This is really exciting stuff. So thank you guys it. so You're much. This was welcome. like unbelievable. This was such a treat for me. So thank you so much thank for coming. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mysterion. Thank you, Steffi. And we'll uh, see you in our favorite place. The future. What? Yo.